is Sunday evening and we're talking about the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. And many times we don't quite wrap our heads around, we can't quite wrap our heads around and understand what the Holy Spirit is, who he is and how he ministers to us, how he draws us. So tonight we want to talk about that. I want to talk about that with you. And if you have questions and comments, uh, especially questions about this subject, specifically the Holy Spirit, I would love if you put them up on the screen so I can answer them to the best of my ability from Scripture and from my own experiences with the Holy Spirit. I believe many will be filled tonight. We'll have a fresh infilling as we learn about the Spirit, as we speak about the Holy Spirit, as we speak about God's Spirit. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your Spirit. I would be lost without your Spirit. You teach us in all things, Jesus. You teach us in all things, Holy Spirit. Your Spirit comforts, Lord. He's the advocate. He's the one who comforts us and strengthens us and fills us to overflow. He fills us, equips us, endues us, and empowers us. So, Lord, tonight may we receive insight, revelation, and wisdom as we learn of the ways of your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So the Spirit of God is life-giving. He is the Spirit of life. He is the Spirit of wisdom. He is the Spirit of revelation. There are so many aspects to the Holy Spirit. I couldn't possibly teach about them all. But tonight I'm going to tell you about my experiences. I'm going to share some experiences with you. I'm going to share what God has done in my life, how he drew me by his spirit. When I pray for the lost, and you know all of you who know me know I have a heart for the lost. I have a passion to see those who are lost saved. And those who are lost are drawn. I pray that they're drawn by the power of the spirit to Jesus Christ himself, that they would know who he is. The Holy Spirit convicts and convinces us of the gospel, convicts us of sin, and convinces us of who Jesus truly is. So God's Spirit is, again, as much God as the Father and the Son. His Spirit is His very essence and presence. His Spirit endues and empowers. He restores and heals. He raises up warriors for the battle and laborers for the harvest field. And the harvest is ripe. The harvest is great. All throughout this world, there are so many who are unchurched, who don't know anything about the Bible, who don't know anything about Jesus, who don't know anything about the things of God or the things of the Spirit. And those of us who do, hallelujah, we need to teach. We need to be willing to teach. We need to be opening up our our uh, our minds and our and our schedules, right? Our hearts, our schedules. We need to be opening up our schedules and slowing things down that we would see that person or those people uh, who need the message wherever we go, in the pharmacy, in the in the 7-Eleven, in the convenience store, at the gas station, we need to slow things down and let the Spirit have His way and do His work, that as the Spirit highlights someone, that we would go ahead and begin to minister to them, ask them if they need prayer, and be led in that way. So what kind of work is God preparing you for? What kind of work is the Holy Spirit preparing you for? That's a question we all need to ask ourselves. We all need to ask, what is the Holy Spirit leading me to do? And what is he preparing me for? When you're filled with the Spirit and experience God's presence for the first time, there's a childlike instinct. 
and I've sensed it. I've known this, this sense, this feeling, this impression. When we begin to feel the presence of God, the, the spirit, the very spirit of God, we say, that's him. That's God. There's no other sense that we could have that this is God himself. There's a childlike instinct that each one of us has as we encounter the presence of God and the spirit of God. We say, this is God. There's no doubt about it. His spirit is completely pure. There's nothing like him and nothing compares to knowing him, to having a relationship with him. God gives us a new perspective when we can clearly we can clearly see our flaws and our shortcomings. As the Holy Spirit comes and encompasses us and consumes us, we begin to see our flaws. We begin to see our sins. We begin to see where we fell short. And the Holy Spirit reveals what the enemy conceals, what he attempts to conceal. God brings it to light. So the Holy Spirit, as he comes and surrounds us and fills us and rests upon us, he brings us to a place of repentance where before that encounter, we didn't see our sins. We didn't see how filthy and corrupted we were, but the Holy Spirit makes all of that so clear to us. Thank God for his spirit. So the Holy Spirit gives us a new set of eyes. He allows us to see through a new lens. Just as someone has a pair of glasses that's not the, not the right prescription. They can't see clearly through that lens. They need a new lens. So the natural lens that we see through before we have the Holy Spirit can only pick up so much. It can only see so much. Things are blurred. That's how I would put it to you. That's, that's the metaphor I would use. Things are blurred. You can only see so much. All right. It's like dropping off a book or a newspaper to someone who says, I just can't see these letters through the lens that I have. The letters are too, they're too small. I can't see them. They, I need them either large print or I need a new pair of glasses. Well, God's giving you that new lens. I've known many, uh, many great men and women of God who read the Bible, originally read the Bible, and couldn't understand it until they got filled with the Spirit. When they got filled with the Spirit, it was like reading an entirely different book. And I don't hear the baptism of the Holy Spirit being preached on like it used to be, especially in Pentecostal churches, apostolic churches, charismatic churches. And, and many of those denominations have got uh, gotten a bad reputation because of some of the things that have happened. Well, we need to get back. We need to get back to being filled with the Spirit, being uh, searching even searching for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that we would be filled, that we would operate in the gifts of the Spirit once again. And I, I just told a pastor recently, uh, I reached out to a pastor and I told him, and you know, I respect this man of God. I told him we need the gifts and I will not testify to any other word, but the word of God, it will not testify. He will not testify to anything else other than God, the father, God, the son, and himself, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will always testify to the word of God. So there's many churches out there that are heavy on the word or they're heavy on the spirit, but we need both. We need to remember we need both. We need to go heavy on the word and the spirit. So those of you who are being convicted right now, who feel, you know what, Alex, you know what, brother, I haven't really opened myself up to the things of the Spirit. I don't know what you're talking about. When you talk about this deep, 
peace that you receive from the Holy Spirit, when you talk about this joy that never runs dry from the Holy Spirit, when you talk about these things that just don't make sense to me, I know I'm missing something. I know I haven't gone deep enough. So reach out tonight. Ask God, seek after him and seek after the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The baptism means that there, there was an initial deposit. Each one of us, as we receive Jesus, put our faith in him and repent, repent and believe. As we repent and believe in Jesus, we're all, uh, we all receive a deposit of his Holy Spirit. But to be filled with the Spirit, to be baptized in the Spirit, means he fills us to overflow. It's a manifestation where you can feel it. You're going to feel uh, something like living water filling you. You're going to feel something like almost like wind. It could be wind. It could feel like water. It could feel like many different things manifesting, but you're going to feel full. You're going to feel a perfect peace, a perfect joy that's going to well up inside of you. And usually the manifestation, usually the evidence is speaking in other tongues other tongues that you do not know, or you're going to prophesy, you're going to begin to speak things that you wouldn't normally know that are coming from the, the mind of God. It's knowledge from God. It's wisdom from God. These manifestations are very normal when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Or maybe, okay, many Pentecostals believe that's the only way that, that there's evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But I tell you, I've, I've been filled with the Spirit at times where I didn't utter anything. I didn't speak anything out of my mouth, but I knew I was filled with the Holy Spirit because of the manifestation that took place in as my spirit encountered God's Spirit. But I'm telling you, seek after him, seek after the baptism, continue to press in, pray and fast. If you need to fast, fast and ask God, pour out your spirit, fill me to overflow. We, we need a fresh infilling again and again. There's no one infilling that's going to take you from here to eternity, but we need to be continually filled, continually walking in the spirit, living in the spirit. Hallelujah. As we live in communion with God, 